0: This program on AM 1170, The Answer, is sponsored by Allied Media Group.
1: Welcome to The Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. Because I'm dying.
2: K. Show. It is Monday night here in San Diego coming at you live from the AM 1170 KCBQ studios. Sharing this time with me, as always, is my faithful friends and family out there on Facebook and on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Andrew K. Show. I'm on Instagram. My website is andrewkshow.com. Starting to get lots of feedback and follow up there from listeners. Thank you all so much for that. And thank you. You know who? DJ Carrot Sticks. Good evening.
0: You're really beautiful. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> what a silky smooth voice you have! You sound like a you sound like a real deal maker. I sound presidential, don't I? Quite presidential. <laughs> um, so excited to to share this time with you all. Got a little housekeeping to do because it's the Andrea K. Show is not just here tonight on Monday night not even just one hour tomorrow night, but we got three hours with me tomorrow night and my buddy Craig sewing. Super, super excited. I could not be more excited. Craig and I are going to be live at Golden Hall in San Diego tomorrow night. We're going to be broadcasting live from there. Three hours of me and Craig, whatever will we talk about for three hours straight. I think you guys know that Craig and I will have a lot of fun. We're going to have some great guests. I'll share with you more about who those people are uh, over Facebook and on social media tonight and in the morning. So you going to want to be sure to stay tuned for that. Download the app. We're going to be streaming at am1170.com. Um, if you're driving around in the radio, AM 1170. So super excited to be coming at you all from Golden Hall tomorrow night. It is a big primary day. I guess at least it was supposed to be a primary day, right? Um, but come to find out late breaking news with the California primary tomorrow and New Jersey as well. Seems like Hills already got it. Locked in, right? See, I thought she might have Lockjaw over the angst of Bernie maybe coming in and stealing her fire tomorrow, but oh no, seems as though bankrupt Puerto Rico, little Puerto Rico supposedly put her over the edge. I think we know what really put her over the edge. And it was all these superdelegates. It was all of them saying, you know, why? Well, let's all be honest. She, we're all socialists here. The Democrats are saying, why, why have her have to go and actually try to earn it? It's about entitlements on the left. And so congratulations to Hillary for getting what you did not earn and what was... Oh, there's that cackle we love. So congratulations to Hillary, I guess. But Bernie says he ain't going anywhere. So I'm actually thinking that maybe it's not over. and We're going to have lots of entertainment coming up when it gets to the Democrat convention. We'll see. You know, dumb Bernie, a while back, was saying, nobody wants to hear about your emails. And suddenly now he's got a problem with Clinton Foundation, typical liberal hypocrisy. Suddenly he's got a problem with the Clinton Foundation and and her email schemes and, and everything that the Clintons have been involved with for all these years. Suddenly he waits until, you know, thinking, I guess he didn't have to earn it um who is out for the california primaries although he was never really in it was bill crystal's excellent adventure who is out right now is david french who you know didn't even seem to get his 15 minutes of fame he was out before he even got to eight minutes because evidently the guy i don't know why he's out you know maybe it's because he is actually got some brains and realizes that he was just a pawn and he had no chance at it and it was ridiculous um one of the things that I haven't gotten into on the Andrea K. show, and I expect everybody to do, what I'm going to do is kind of handle. I've, I've already told you a little bit about who I'm supporting in, in the race tomorrow. One of the things I have not talked about is propositions. Southern California. My rule for propositions is if it's going to cost anybody a dime, if there's words in it, like investment, I vote no on it. I vote no on any proposition. Simple rule. I don't have to like get into all the research on it. Here's the way I vote on propositions. If it's going to cost the taxpayers a dime or cost anybody a dime, it's a no. Real simple. That's where I'm at on the propositions. So long story short for the California primary tomorrow, we're going to be coming at you live from Golden Hall. I guess who's evidently in though, we keep forgetting about New Jersey. I'm hearing that uh, some people are actually planning to go and vote for Ted Cruz tomorrow in New Jersey, which I didn't even think he was on the polls there. So we got to ask ourselves as conservatives, uh, why would anybody still vote for Ted Cruz at this point? You look at what's happening with Hillary. We've talked about the emails. We've talked about the Clinton Foundation. I did a whole show on why not Hillary and never Hillary. we have talked about this many, many times. Why are we still... Why are we still as a party? Why is there anybody even considering staying home? That's a vote for Hillary at this point. Today, though, is not all about Hillary. If you're just tuning in, by the way, this is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. Today is June 6th. And it's not really about, not supposed to be about socialism. It's not supposed to be about entitlements, whether it's an elected official feeling that, that she's entitled to something or some citizen out there who feels like they're entitled to Bernie Sanders idea of, of America, free college, free this, free that. That's not what this day is supposed to be about, because this day is, is the day to honor the amazingly courageous, greatest generation, greatest generation ever before and since. There would never be another generation as great as they were because I saw all these pictures posted today and I only put up one because there was just so many out there and I looked in those faces and I even said this on Facebook, the courage, I am in awe. I cannot even believe these kids, they were like 19 years old. Today's 19 year olds can't, most of them shouldn't even be allowed to operate a vehicle all they, all they do is spend their time whining about safe spaces and whining about this and whining about that. And these 19-year-old kids jumped out of boats into water and sacrificed their lives. And why did they do it? They didn't do it for socialism. They did it to free. They did it to defeat the Nazis, defeat fascism. They did it because there were Jews that were being exterminated around the world. They did that for the freedoms that our current government is giving away. That's why they did it. I tell you why they didn't do it. They didn't do it for a President Obama, who actually, on to kick off Ramadan, said that he would stand. Actually, took a swipe at Donald Trump, and actually said, "See what they did? They sacrificed for everything that Obama is for." they sacrificed to fight everything that obama is for and how do you know what he's for it because they fought against fascism they fought against the nazis who who were the nazis in bed with the muslims that's what hitler loved he got he got them partnered with him and what did obama do and was it a coincidence that he kicks off ramadan around the time of d day what did he say He says in his message, he will protect Muslim Americans from people like Donald Trump who threaten their religious liberties. Well, who's going to protect us against these Islamists? Like the Islamist in chief. In his official statement, Obama said that America would, quote, continue to welcome immigrants and refugees despite the voices that seek to divide us. That's pretty accurate. The emphasis is on the word us, which is Obama and the Islamists. After September 11th, this is where we are. He says, I stand firmly with Muslim American communities in rejection of the voices that seek to divide us. He said it. He said it too. Here we are in a general election. He said it in 2008. You got to pay attention to who these people are. He said that I will stand in his book. He said, I will stand with the Muslims should the wind shift in an ugly direction. And that's exactly what he has done. We also know what Hillary Clinton stands for. We know that she stands for this very same thing. We know that she's for open borders. We know that she's for bringing these immigrants here. In fact, we know that the Republican Party's for bringing them here like Paul Ryan who wouldn't endorse Trump. When Trump said we got we got to have some common sense and not bring these people here. We know that she is for everything that Obama is for. So how in the world can anybody stay at home? I beg of you, you go to the polls tomorrow in New Jersey, you go to the polls here in California and you vote Donald Trump. Because to do anything else is to support more of this. And what is this about? When he's talking about bringing refugees here, is he talking about bringing the Yazidis here? ISIS burned nineteen Yazidi girls to death in iron cages because they refused to have sex with the jihadis. And he's obviously for that because when he talks about bringing them here, I did a report on the on the refugees that they're bringing here. Ninety something percent were Islamists; almost none of them were Christians. I think a dozen, twelve. Christians were brought here. No Yazidis. If they're victims, like the left is saying, then why why aren't any of them being burned in cages? The real victims of this are not being brought here. It is not what our brave Americans died on the beaches of Normandy for. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. We're going to pick this up on the other side, because we've got to talk a little bit more about what they did not fight for. I don't think they fought. I don't think that our brave Americans fought on the beaches of Normandy so that mobs from other countries could attack American citizens who were doing nothing but trying to exercise their free speech. We're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170.
1: Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
2: Want to start living better, longer? LaVita Compounding Pharmacy can help.
4: We'll
3: Hi, my name is Collian Fokula, and I'm the owner and founder of Fokula Law. My law firm separates itself from the pack by catering exclusively to small business owners and providing them with that personal touch that they deserve. When you call me, you get me, not an associate or a secretary, just me. From incorporating your business to drafting contracts, helping you bring on a partner or two, trademarking and copywriting your work, and even litigation if it's absolutely necessary to protect your business's interests, Fokula Law can be your one-stop shop for all of your small business's legal needs. Schedule your initial consultation today and mention that you heard me on AM 1170, and I'll credit our first meeting toward any legal work we've discussed. You can reach me by phone at 844-695-1487 or at pokalalaw.com, P-O-K-A-L-A, law.com.
4: The information contained herein is for information purposes only and should not be misconstrued as legal advice on any subject matter and does not create an attorney-client relationship. For your consultation, call 844-695-1487 or visit pokalalaw.com.
1: You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Hey!
2: Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Uh, we, got a, we got a lot coming up on the Andre K Show. We got Della B. who's going to be here in a little bit, so stay tuned for that. We're going to continue to pay tribute to our amazing military heroes who have sacrificed much for us, not just those in D-Day, but those that are out there serving us right now. And so Kayan Pokola from Pokola Law is going to be here a little bit later on the show, and he's going to talk about how he helps them, because the average age, we have about 20,000 military who retire here in San Diego every year, like late 30s, and many of of them need work many of them have an entrepreneurial spirit and they start small businesses here so on this military Monday we're gonna to talk to call Yan about how he helps them start a business uh, which is very near and dear to my heart speaking of business and call actually call Yan and I talked last week about Trump University and I said at the time that you know there's legitimate questions if there's a lawsuit that's going on involving a presidential candidate I am for vetting everybody I'm for open kimono I want to know everything about everybody and everything that, everything that they did. I feel like we have a right as American citizens to be informed and educated. So I said, you know what? Let's look into Trump University. And you know what? I'm glad it came up. There's an old song. Who was it who sang that song? What's Love Got To Do? Got to Do with It.
5: Um, who is that? Wasn't it uh, Tina? Tina
2: Turner, baby. Yeah. Who she had? She was hot back in the day. What's La Raza got to do with it? La Raza's got everything to do with it. La Raza's got much to do with Trump University, at least to to Trump and to me. And La Raza's got a lot to do with what was going on in in, uh, San Jose as well. Uh... You know, like so many things, you start to peel the onion. You know, it's never what it seems, right? The story's always about something else. So thanks to uh, the Andrea e. K. Show Citizen Producers, um, a lot of information about Trump. People who heard this segment were like, well, not so fast. Maybe Trump's got, got, got a point here. Because, you know, it, it sounds like, you know, the left has been putting it out there like it's a normal Rockwell painting. You know, this guy is born from the Midwest and we've got fields of, you know, of wheat in, you know, just sound, all, you know, all Americana in images being conjured up when the reality is an image that, that uh, should really be explored is the image of him being celebrated by La Raza here in San Diego. This man has far more Southern California connections than he does Indiana. The reason why they're pushing that is because they'd rather you, you think of open fields of wheat than open borders and an advocacy organization that promotes that. So I'm not, I don't know whether or not it would have any effect of him on the bench, But what I would ask people this is ask yourself if you were Trump, who was running for president and your platform in part was sealing the border. And as a result, everybody was calling you a bigot all day long by your own party. Even would you want to judge with ties to La Raza? And, as, and his ties to, what is this organization about? There's lots of different arms. Every, from the Bar Association, they've got their different La Raza groups and nationally, they've got different groups. At the end of the day, they are an advocacy organization, including the, the attorney or chapter that he was in that advocates to help people of the Latino community only. No other community gets helped. Imagine if I were to join a community that was only willing to help white people. If I was Trump, I would want him recused. Oh, well, we aren't supposed to judge whether or not this judge would use his ethnicity as a, as a way to be affected by his ethnicity. Well, obviously he's affected by his ethnicity or he wouldn't have been joining La Raza because that's the only thing that that organization is about. It's an organization about ethnicity. Now, I'm not saying they're as bad as the KKK, but isn't that what the KKK was about? Isn't that what the NAACP is about? Oh, but he was born in Indiana, so he can't possibly be a racist. Well, I got to thinking about here today. Well, wasn't George Zimmerman, the white Hispanic, wasn't he bought here? But he was automatically assumed to be a racist because he pulled the trigger on a black kid who was pounding his head into the, into the ground. Why is it that if being born in America automatically eliminates any chance of racism, then why are white Americans being indicted by a president who says that America has a culture of racism? And and we have every every liberal organization now, including our own government and the DoD, teaching classes on white privilege, trying to make white Americans feel guilty because of their skin color. Why is that okay? That's what really what this is about. This isn't about the judge, and it's not about Trump. And both of them know it. Trump knows that that's not what this is about. He knows that this entire thing this is is, is about cultural Marxism. That's what this issue is about. And he knows that that's in play here, so that's why he called for that judge to be recused because he knows that that's in play here in America. What did what did he say a year ago? He said we've got to stop this PC crap, and that's a huge amount of what's going on in here. Now in, in, involved in the merits in this, there's lots of articles going on about the the prosecuting attorneys in this here from San Diego, a couple of which I know. I'm still not going to get into the the merits of the case itself and. In regards to the fraud, because I do think that people have a right to be heard. and I think that if we do have an honest prosecution and allowed to have an honest defense with a judge who does not see himself according to his race, I think he absolutely should be recused. Then let, let's let the case go forward. There's lots of lots of falsehoods going on around this case. If you're just tuning in, by the way, this is the Andrew K Show on AM eleven seventy. Why is it okay that we can have an NAACP and black people can be a member of the Congressional Black Caucus and Hispanics can be in La Raza, but white people can't be in a white group. That's because it's all about this cultural Marxism. The whole that's for the and it's not about Anything but about trying to destroy the very fabric of our nation. Just like the bathrooms aren't about them caring about transgender people, it's all about turning our traditions upside down by dividing us, dividing and conquering. That's what it's about. I don't know whether or not, I know that he had ties to La Raza, some more information that's come about him is that um, there was supposedly, oh, he was born here and his parents became naturalized citizens. Well, according to a death certificate, his dad was still a, a, a Mexican citizen. There's no evidence that either one of them actually came here legally. There's no evidence that either one of them became citizens. So clearly, I guess my bottom line on this story is I think Trump had every right. If I were Trump, and I would ask the people that are criticizing Trump, if you were Trump, what would you do? You're being called a bigot all day long. You got the Republican Party saying that Mexicans hate you. What would you do? I think you would call for him to be recused. That's certainly what I would do. Um, in the interest of equal time, you know, I've, I've had a lot of different... Um, A lot of different topics on my show, a lot of different ideas and things that are important to me. It can seem confusing at times, like, you know, Andrew, you're this hardcore conservative, yet you seem to back, you know, in other words, I've taken some heat recently because I've um, endorsed, uh, not endorsed Trump, but I've supported Trump. I think that we have to be pragmatic. I think we have to look at the different issues and we have to say, you know, we kind of have to pick our battles. I think the time for, somebody said to me the other day, I think you need to get Gary Johnson on your show. And I said, you know what? I had Johnson on my show back in 2012. And I think the time for us to go third party is behind us. I think the time for us to, to try to mount, it should be mounted in a way that makes sense. It should be mounted from a, not a place of anger and hostility. See, so many people who are wanting a third party right now, we were talking about David French earlier in the show, so many people wanting a third party right now are, you know, doing it not because it's well thought out and not because it's reasoned, it's because they're angry, and, and they're the same people that are saying that if you support Donald Trump, you're doing so out of misplaced anger and you're being emotional and you're not really thinking clearly. I think that we do need to think clearly. I think that we do need to pick our battles. I think that we need to understand, as I was talking last week, if you look, if you measure a movement, a conservative movement, if you measure it by results, you look at what were the actual results we've had in the last like 20 years. We've gotten like five pieces of legislation through. So I think that we can't be looking at everything from a purity. I don't like the purity test, but I I also think that we have to prioritize. We can't get everything, but I think we have to look and see what are the most important issues of the day. And for me, what's been the most important issue for me, as I've been talking about for a while, is the open borders, and that includes radical Islam. Joining me on the show right now is someone who's running for uh, U.S. Senate here in California, and I think that um, the, he's got some positions that aren't necessarily considered conservative, but I want to give him an opportunity to come and share with the listeners on why they think that they should vote for him anyway. Duff Sondheim, welcome to the Andre K. Show.
4: Hey,
0: thanks for having me on.
2: Okay, well, thank you for being here. Um, you know, I've been really frustrated now for a while with a lot of the conservatives who have been following a purity test, and I think that was one of the reasons why so many people were in the Never Trump um, side of things you don't necessarily follow what is considered to be a true conservative correct
0: well i guess not you know i don't know what issue we're talking about but especially with respect to the border issue i'm very strong on that i'm very strong on fiscal responsibility i've stood up to the public employee unions and passed pension reform in san jose under the leadership of mayor chuck reed where we saved taxpayers a billion dollars so i think on issue after issue i consider myself to be conservative, but there are some other things where people may have a different opinion.
2: Well, let's talk about the border. So you say you're strong on the border. What do you mean?
0: Well, I think that what we really need to do is take control of the border. I was at an event the other night with the pro-Tem of the Senate, and believe it or not, he said that we have an artificial border between Mexico and the United States. That's his view, and I think he's just dead wrong. What I want to do, and I spent time going along the border. And as a senator, I will spend a great deal of time on the border making sure that it's secure. You know, illegal crossings are up 25 percent, some say 30 percent.
2: How are you going to make want- it—excuse me for interrupting. How are you going to make it secure? When you say you want to make sure it's secure, how are you going to do that, and does that include a wall?
0: For a certain portions of it, that clearly is the most effective thing to do. But okay. from uh, most cost-effective what I'm hearing, when I talk with the people in Silicon Valley, which is where I live. They say, "Duck." there are certain parts where the wall makes sense, but there are certain parts where you need sensors, drones, and cameras. I said, well, why not just do the wall? And they said, well, within four years, they're going to be drones that are going to be able to lift people up and over however tall the wall is. So they'll be able to get around the wall very easily within the next few years. So we have to have more modern, and they're going to use more modern technology to try to break across the water. uh, break across the border, we need to have more modern technology to keep them up.
2: Why wouldn't we have both? Why wouldn't we? Because we've got a wall around the White House. Why wouldn't we have a wall? And then if somebody gets gets a drone and has them drop them on the other side, we have our drone pick them up and drop them back.
0: (laughs) Well, that's right. We'll take the combination. But all I'm saying is, look, we don't have an unlimited amount of resources. And the border guards, which have come out and have supported Trump, have said that, look, it doesn't make sense from a financial perspective to build the type of wall that he's saying from border to border. What makes more sense from our perspective is to do the types of things that we're talking about because, frankly, if we spent all that money building the wall, it would take away from our ability to hire the necessary border guard and the modern technology that we think would be a great combination. Why would it, it, take, the why wall, would
2: it take away from that?
0: Well, unless you assume you have unlimited resources. Right? And the feeling is you only have a certain amount of resources. And so, like, if you can keep 90% out and spend 70% as much money by using the drones, the cameras, because and I don't know how much time you spend along the border, but there are certain parts like California and certain parts of Arizona where there's a lot of traffic. What would be more than in some of the lower, more destitute, mountainous areas? is to have the drones and the cameras where it's much more difficult to get across. So it's just figuring out how you can best use the technology. To, if, the goal, if the goal is to build a wall, then build a wall. If the goal is to keep people out of the country, then you would look at what technology makes the most sense. Does fifth century BC technology, a wall, make the most sense? Or does 21st century drones, cameras, sensors, big data, does that make the most sense?
2: then is the thing that makes the most sense. Um, and just some other, you said at the beginning, well, you, you consider yourself a conservative in most issues. Most uh, conservatives, when I, I was talking earlier about the purity test, one of the, reason, yeah. one of the reasons why they had a problem with, with Trump is that in the past he had been pro, uh, pro-choice, and okay. in, in the past that he had been pro-gay rights. So if that is the litmus test by the conservatives, you're pro-choice, and you're uh, pro-gay rights. So how, uh, no, So what would you so say, say to conservatives?
0: Fine. So what I would say is that my wife and I are both pro-life. And I have a brother that had a mental disability. And people say, well, he should have been aborted because of that. Mental disability, And my wife and I believe under no circumstances that we can conceive of that we would ever approve of an abortion. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we, I, we also believe in a liberty society. And the God that I pray to says, you know, judge not others, but do not be judged. So while I agree that we should not have late-term abortion, partial birth abortion, you know, those to anything that comes close to that, in some situations, you know, like the rape and incest stuff, I would leave that up to the individuals involved because I just don't know if I'm in a position to judge what is the right thing for somebody else to do in that situation. My wife and I have decided that for us we would go ahead and have the baby in fact she spends her days working with people in those types of situations and tries to work them through it to keep their family together but we just you know I just feel that that in some situations I don't feel like I'm in the best position to judge what's right for them too.
2: well do you are you willing to say when life begins
0: yeah, yeah. Life begins for me. Life begins at conception.
2: Well, so if life begins at conception, that can't we all agree that it's that it's a life, it's a human being? That that if we've got, if we I, see, I'm confused by that because if sure. we've got a law in the books that says, "Thou shalt not kill." You know, what's the difference? Why is it okay for one person to take this life over here, but it's not okay for a person to take this life here?
6: Well,
0: again, what I'm, all I'm saying is that's what I believe. Okay. You know, I'm telling you what I believe. Okay. And I'm saying there are some other people that clearly have a different belief. Mm-hmm. And the question is, when do I want to use the power of the state to tell people what they should do with their lives? And I, when I look on the abortion issue, it clearly isn't as much of an issue. But look at the Attorney General we have. And just look at how much power she wields over our lives, telling us what to do. Look at the president and his executive orders and telling us what to do. I'm really skeptical of government power. So there's times when that skepticism over government power runs into other rights, and clearly I'm going to fall on one side of the issue, and many well meaning, thoughtful, intelligent people are going to fall on the other side. Doesn't mean. They're wrong and I'm right, and it may mean that I'm wrong and they're right, but that's just how I feel.
2: Gotcha. Um, well, on the, the gay rights, my concern with gay rights in, in gay marriage issue is that in terms of government power is that by getting into – a religious designation which to me marriage is then it it lends the next step is usually in every western country that's then you know legalized gay marriage the next step then is for the government to trample people people's religious liberties and that's why you've got businesses being forced to bake cakes and you've got you know pastors and preachers being you know uh, threatened with lawsuits if they don't want to perform a marriage ceremony um how would you answer conservatives on that issue
0: well, so I think that those are clearly two very fundamental rights. Mm-hmm. And if I would say uh, what to me is the more fundamental right, uh, based on our Constitution, it would be the right to religious liberty. And we should do everything that we can to accommodate uh, the people and their religious beliefs, such as that woman in Kentucky. There's no way that she should have been forced into that situation. So while I may feel, again, in the liberty society— I'm not going to judge who can get married, but clearly we need to have a way to protect our religious freedom because that's what this country was founded on, religious freedoms. That's why people came here with the ability to practice God as they saw fit. Absolutely. So I would do everything in my power to make sure that those rights are protected.
2: Thank you, because that's that was my big issue with that. I think was so many. That's why I think so many conservatives were saying, "Why not civil unions? Because that way everybody gets the same contract, the same terms and conditions between couples. Yeah. Anybody should be able to leave their property to whoever they want." But that way mm-hmm. we preserve, you know, people's religious liberties. Um, final thoughts. Yeah. Make your make your pitch well, in one minute to the ah. to the voters of California. Why should they vote for Duff okay. Sondheim?
0: Well, because I'm somebody who's a problem solver that has got things done. I've taken on the major forces in this state and been successful. I played a key role in overturning Gray Davis, who is the most powerful Democrat in the state, with the recall. I beat Nancy Pelosi, dig out the district reform. I worked with Mayor Reed to get pension reform and beat the public employee unions. We need somebody that knows how to win to go back to Washington, D.C., and make a difference for us. I have twice the number of votes of those that have already voted than any other Republican. Right now, it's down to me, Loretta Sanchez, and Kamala Harris. I can beat Kamala Harris in the fall. Go to SondheimPersonate.com. Read about it thoroughly. If there's something you don't like, please call me. That's how I get better. But I want to represent you in the United States Senate. Please vote for Duff Sunheim for the U.S. Senate.
2: Thanks for being here, Duff. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks
2: for having me on. All right. Have a great night. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to shift gears. We're going to have a little fun. None other than Della B's going to be here.
1: Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Convenient, homestyle recipes and unique menu favorites. Sombrero, your place for San Diego-style Mexican food. Roll tacos, California burritos, and don't forget your
3: salsa. Sombrero Mexican
5: food. We get it too.
3: Hi, my name is Collian Fokula, and I'm the owner and founder of Fokula Law. My law firm separates itself from the pack by catering exclusively to small business owners and providing them with that personal touch that they deserve. When you call me, you get me, not an associate or a secretary, just me. From incorporating your business to drafting contracts, helping you bring on a partner or two, trademarking and copywriting your work, and even litigation if it's absolutely necessary to protect your business's interests, Fokula Law can be your one-stop shop for all of your small business's legal needs. Schedule your initial consultation today and mention that you heard me on AM 1170, and I'll credit our first meeting toward any legal work we've discussed. You can reach me by phone at 844-695-1487 or at pokalalaw.com, P-O-K-A-L-A, law.com.
4: The information contained herein is for information purposes only and should not be misconstrued as legal advice on any subject matter and does not create an attorney-client relationship. For your consultation, call 844-695-1487 or visit pokalalaw.com.
1: You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
2: Y'all know that music. You know that means that Della's here with me. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> What's
6: up, Della? <laughs> well, the first thing I want to say, because it's, it's a special day today, whether it be in the anniversary D-Day, is that did you know that Obi-Wan Kenobi fought at D-Day? No. Yes. Alec Guinness. He was at. He was at uh, Normandy. He fought along with uh, from Star Trek. Uh-uh. Were, yes, yes, yep. They were there, and awesome. the legendary baseball manager, Yankees manager Yogi Berra. <gasps> no. Uh, they wanna, yes, they did, and I want to thank those those heroes. Um, people, heroes. Yeah, real heroes that didn't say no when their country called them. So. Mm -hmm. Kudos to them. Hey, the White House was busy today. They were? Well, in the last day or so. Yes, they were. They're um, white. This is quite a title. White House Associate Director of Public Engagement. A person by the name of Jesse Moore sent emails out to undisclosed Hollywood movers and shakers. They were getting their talking points. Oh, were they really? Yes, they were. Um, June, June, you see is uh, Immigration Month, Immigrant Heritage Month, and they're all supposed to hashtag about being immigrants.
2: Okay, well I get, they need to include their buddy the judge in that then, Mr. La Raza. He was
6: born in Indiana, that's what I heard.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, well, you know what, I don't know where George Zimmerman was born either, that white Hispanic, but he was labeled a racist and he was born here, but anyway, enough Mm -hmm. about that guy. So what else is happening?
6: they were all given their talking points. Well, okay. The weirdest—if I say the weirdest person in Hollywood and an A-lister—is there any names that pops in your head? The weirdest. The weirdest. Oh my gosh. The Weirdest. When they decide they need to cast weird, this is who they cast. Gary Busey? No, I'll give you. It. I'll give it to you. It's Johnny Depp, <laughs> um, <laughs> Edward Scissorhands yeah. himself. Um, he's he's uh, he's been accused by his current and soon to be uh, ex wife to be Amber Heard of uh, physical and emotional abuse. Went into to court in L.A. Um, and he she got a restraining order. She claims on May 21 that he threw a cell phone in her face and bruised her. And yeah, the pictures were on. awful.
2: Yeah, the pictures were terrible.
6: Well, except the two concierge... People in that building. Excuse mm-hmm. cute. I
2: couldn't hear you, Miss Della. That the, the are you trying to you know, keep it on the QT because we couldn't
6: hear it. Two concierge yes. in the building say there wasn't nothing wrong with her face and she wasn't wearing, wearing makeup that oh. came out today.
2: Oh well, so you know I what? Don't... She might she might have taken a class back in the day and how to do stage and horror film makeup because those those pictures look pretty real. I
6: know. She claims that they, the phone was, was thrown in her face and her hair was pulled. She has some text messages that go back between her and Johnny's um, assistant back to May of 2014 where there's an exchange where she's saying they're talking about him kicking her and he didn't remember that he kicked her. And, and uh, some forensic consultant has been brought in to verify the text messages are, he's signed a document saying they're real. So I don't know if there's one guy you know, claiming it's for trying to get the money out of him because he's uber, you know, wealthy or what have you. But, you know, his movie um, Looking Glass, it came out right around the same time, kind of tanked.
2: Yeah, but um, so, but- so I, don't, I haven't most of his movies recent other than Pirates. When has he had a movie that's really done well at the box office? And if you and no, mainly and I, I would have known who you were asking about if you had said, who's the number one dude who looks like he never brushes his teeth and mm-hmm. never takes a shower and never washes his hair? Okay, yeah. then I would have okay. known who you were talking uh, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. That okay. sounds yeah. So but we're, but have know. there been any of his past girlfriends? Because he's dated he's dated some hot chicks in in Hollywood. Any uh, of his past women come out with any allegations? No, no. no. In
6: fact, his the the uh, the mother of his two children is, is is saying it's all basically saying it's hogwash. It's hogwash. Yeah. Um, so I don't. I did find during my research today that that Johnny Depp. Made a movie called Donald Trump, the Art of the Deal movie. It's a parody that's on um, some website where he played Donald Trump. And I actually watched part of it, and it is ridiculous. Who played Trump? Johnny Depp. Okay. It was produced in February. It's on the Internet. See, this is what I'm saying. The
2: man, he's probably come up with this whole story just to get himself some attention. You know, this, you know what, this could be this could be the equivalent of when those rockers go and tear up a hotel room just just so they've got some street creds, you know, in Hollywood, because, you know, there's been so many A-list men who've been accused of being wife beaters and abusers that this probably has him, you know, helping him out with the producers out there. They're probably more interested in hiring and and more money they're so
6: crazy i don't know I, I don't know you know that you know he, he did all this but all trying to keep him back in the country it's disgusting you know what i'm totally hooked real quick i'm totally hooked on this season's bachelorette with jojo here's a line that i heard when i had to pause it to come talk to you Dude, you got to be less Hitler and more Mussolini. It is awesome.
2: <laughs> you got to be less Hitler and more Mussolini. You heard it here. What that means. I don't know what that means, but it sounds awesome, particularly the night before the California primaries. In fact, I'm thinking maybe Hillary was already taking that advice because she's like chopped Bernie off at the knees, man, or hung him up, oh. whatever Mussolini was used to doing, because she's taking it tonight uh, over Bernie. Hey, thanks for being here, Della. Bye. we got to leave it there. All right. Love you, Bye. baby. All Bye. right. Hey, don't forget that tomorrow night, Craig Sewing and I are going to be live from Golden Hall, 6 to 9 p.m. Set your clocks. We're going to have so much fun. We've got great guests lined up. Super fun. We're going to be there um, in conjunction with, you know, Mark Larson's going to be there because he's also going to be on KUSI. So it's just going to be a group effort. We're going to have lots of fun tomorrow night. Hey, did you guys also know that one of the most amazing political grassroots organizations ever, Red Nation Rising, has taken over an internet site and my show was picked to be on that internet site. Let me tell you, Red Nation Rising is just They, I think it's like one billion Twitter impressions a month. They own Twitter. They started, speaking of elections, they started after 2012 hashtagging Red Nation Rising, and now we've got 50 branches. We, I'm not a part of the organization. They've got 50 uh, chapters around the country, and so I'm just really honored. Just one more way that people can hear the show, and I'm just grateful to them and appreciative that they cared enough to have me a part of that amazing launch. It's actually going to be launching July 4th, so stay tuned for more information on that. We're going to take a quick break. Break and we come back. We're going to talk more military. We're going to talk about how my buddy Kalyan Pokola from Pokola Law helps them start businesses here when they get out of the service. So you're going to want to stay tuned. We got more Andrea K. Show on the other side of the break.
1: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K A Y E
2: want to start living better, longer, LaVita Compounding Pharmacy can help.
3: Hi, my name is Collian Pokola and I'm the owner and founder of Pokola Law. My law firm separates itself from the pack by catering exclusively to small business owners and providing them with that personal touch that they deserve. When you call me, you get me, not an associate or a secretary, just me. From incorporating your business to drafting contracts, helping you bring on a partner or two, trademarking and copywriting your work, and even litigation if it's absolutely necessary to protect your business's interests, Pokola Law can be your one-stop shop for all of your small business's legal needs. Schedule your initial consultation today and mention that you heard me on AM 1170, and I'll call credit our first meeting toward any legal work we've discussed. You can reach me by phone at 844-695-1487 or at pokalalaw.com, P-O-K-A-L-A, law.com.
4: The information contained herein is for information purposes only and should not be misconstrued as legal advice on any subject matter and does not create an attorney-client relationship. For your consultation, call 844-695-1487 or visit pokalalaw.com.
1: you're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
2: Welcome back to the Andrew K so glad to have you all here with me tonight. It's the night before the California primaries. And I want to make sure everybody knows that I'm just honored that this hour is actually brought to you by Tom DeBocaro hashtag replace boxer hashtag vote Tom. Uh, he is actually my pick as you all know uh, for, I've really reviewed everybody and looked at everybody in and out on the issues. And uh, he is absolutely my pick for him. Um, the military today is d-day and it's also a monday so we this is our military monday segment welcome back to the andrea k show call jan pokola
5: hi andrea how you doing
2: good thanks um Earlier, I was talking about the fact that we have about 20,000 military that retire in San Diego every year. The average age of these guys, I think, is like 38 or 39. They're young. They're highly trained. They're intelligent. They're motivated. They make the best employers in the world, employees in the world. They're also very entrepreneurial and you know, starting businesses is just such a natural progression for them when they leave. And I know that you have military clients. What's different about a military person starting a business? And what is different with you and your approach and how you help them start a business?
5: Well, first off, I think they're highly motivated and they're well trained, but they come from a regimented background where they're used to taking orders. And they're used to working on specific tasks. Now it's all of a sudden giving somebody a completely open white canvas and a ton of paint. And what you know, a lot of my clients they have great ideas, um, and but they just need a little help, just kind of focusing that idea and getting their business plan done, et cetera. Thankfully, the SBA Small uh, Business Association helps people, uh, especially veterans, uh, qualify for small business loans. Oh, wonderful. Uh, and that's easily one of the best things about, you know, the veteran process of converting yourself from, you know, a soldier to, you know, your own personal general, you know, uh, your own company. that, And now you're the one giving the orders. And they make great employers because they truly understand a chain of command. So they, you know, they don't really tolerate, you know, bad employees. So they usually run a really tight ship hmm.
2: So uh, is there anything different, though, in terms of um, starting up a business for them besides the, besides the small business? Is it is it is there a situation to where maybe their skills? Because I know that you do coaching with with your small business clients in terms of employees and hiring them and how to help them match. I don't I, I would imagine that a military person starting a business coming out of a different work environment might need a little extra coaching there. Or am I wrong?
5: No, you're not wrong at all, Andrea. Like, you're absolutely right. They need a little more coaching because they kind of need to have a more focused background. So what I really like to do is I like to take them and I sit them down and I talk about their great idea. And they have a lot of great ideas. But then I put them in touch with a good CPA. We figure out the right business formation for them. And I get them with a good business plan uh, writer. And then I get them off to the SBA and get them applied for a loan. And they're off and running. Awesome.
2: Um, why help the military call you on? Because you could, you could certainly um, be working with bigger startups than military people.
5: Well, I think because it's just a one way for me to be able to give a little bit back to our veterans. Uh, I'm being a small business attorney. There isn't a ton of pro bono work that I can do, but I can give discounted services to our armed forces so I can give something back. Awesome. And, you know, I think that Helping any small business owner just only helps our local economy because every dollar they create is a dollar that, you know, is almost created out of you know thin air.
2: Well, and I, I think that the extra attention that you give in your coaching, it means a lot to me because I do think that they're extraordinary. And I think I know from my own dad when he retired that it can be a difficult transition into civilian life. And, you know, my dad was a, a member of Mensa, I think, or at least his IQ was high enough. And we're talking about super smart people that come out of kind of a um, special little Culture and they're brilliant, oftentimes and hardworking, like we talked about. But they, you know, it can be a difficult transition into civilian life, even, even though you're smart and hardworking and all that. And so I'm just grateful that you're you're willing to help them.
5: And, well, Andrea, it's just like you're going from you're going from a very regimented society where everyone tells you what to do, yeah, and and you tell people below you what to do, and there's a clear chain of command, and all of a sudden one day you wake up and you're 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 your own boss, and yeah. we got a channel that a strong work ethic Mm -hmm. with some ideas that you have and put them together and, you know, create a success.
2: Well, if you're retiring or if you've got a family member who's retiring and you're listening and you know that they've got an entrepreneurial spirit and they're thinking about, you know, starting their own business, which so many of them do because it's the American dream. You know, yeah, they're part of the chain of command and they've got a higher up giving them orders, but many of them are commanders and, you know, um, leading troops by the age of, you know, early twenties leading hundreds of men. So they're, they're used to giving, they are used to giving orders. So if you're thinking about starting a business or you've got a family member who is please contact Kalyan Pokala at Pokala Law because he will help you in everything that you need from his small business playbook to just how to find the right employees for you, what kind of corporation you need, whether it's an S-Corp or a partnership or whatever it is you need. He'll, he'll put you in the right direction. Right, Kalyan?
5: Uh, yeah, absolutely, Andrea.
2: All right. Thanks so much for being here. I appreciate it.
5: Thanks for having me, Andrea. Have a great day. Okay.
2: And if you're a military person or a family member and you're not looking to start up a business, you just you want to get back out into the workforce because starting a business isn't your thing, uh, Brave, my, my buddy Eve Nasby from Brave, is partnered with a corporate alliance in innovative thought, and they've got an actual, this Thursday, they've got a seminar that helps um, pair up corporations with military who are retiring and need work and so this is here in San Diego it's a free event my buddy urban my is the keynote speaker it's a great organiza- a great event there's networking opportunities it's basically a way to encourage businesses to put together hiring plans and get these veterans work you know with PTSD right now it's a difficult thing that they're struggling with some of it is just because it is it is a very difficult transition into civilian life and and they need help in finding the right fit for them call will help the ones that want to start a business these groups here brave and corporate alliance and and the amazing people here can help them find work and so i'm grateful that we live in a town that helps these military heroes uh don't forget again set your clock 6 p.m tomorrow night craig sewing and i are going to be hosting am 1170s live coverage from golden hall um before we go though it's going to be a mob scene down there speaking of mobs though uh, oh, before I get into that, I did want to say, I want to finish the military segment by wrapping with the fact that, did you know, DJ Carrot Sticks, that Miss USA was crowned this weekend and that she is in the Army Reserves? She's an Army Reserve off, in addition to being drop-dead gorgeous, she's an Army Reserve officer and an IT analyst.
0: Just found my future wife.
2: Yeah, she's gorgeous. She's 26. Uh, your girlfriend's pretty cute, so I know you're just joking there. But uh, it, I just I loved her answer. No hesitation. She was asked, you know, about uh, you know women being in the military and all that, and she just said, "As a commander of my unit, I am powerful. I am dedicated, and it is important that we recognize that gender is, does not limit us in the U.S. Army." I'm glad that she sees that there is a gender because a shocking story that came out that had a lot of people upset is that uh, the Department of Veterans Affairs, the VA, has decided now that I guess it is medically necessary that. To Taxpayers' dollars go for transgender services. We got a VA scandal like you wouldn't believe. People dying, waiting <coughs> years for care. A suicide hotline that's putting out a busy signal or voicemail, and this is the priority. It's crazy, crazy. Uh, speaking of crazy, though, is um, the fact that uh, we we still have in this country. Uh, still have or we actually ramping up speaking of mobs it was a horrible mob scene in San Jose it reminded me of the mob scenes in Baltimore mob scenes in Ferguson mob scenes all over this country because they get rewarded they get rewarded they get it, in Florida they got the mob got rewarded with a prosecution charges that George he should have been charged in my opinion but not for what he was uh, Baltimore that mob scene was rewarded they were even encouraged, we got we gotta to let them have space to do their thing to destroy business and, and destroy people's lives and hurt people. Same thing in Ferguson. They were given space to do. Same thing happened in San Jose. This time it was at a Trump rally. A woman, I'm sure you all saw it, a woman was egged. She was assaulted by domestic terrorists throwing eggs at her. They were burning the U.S. flag. They were waving, getting in her face and waving the Mexican flag at her. Is that what our D, we started the show talking about D-Day and what they fought for. Is this what they fought for? That a woman couldn't even have the peace to go to a rally? We're supposed to be about the freedom to assemble, freedom of speech. That was, she was denied that. And even worse with the San Diego police department come to find out that chief is a member of who? Mm. What's La Raza got to do with it? the advocacy organization. He says that it didn't have anything to do with the fact that they stood back and didn't do anything to help this woman. His explanation was they stood back and just held the line because if they got involved, it might really upset the mob. And they don't really get involved unless it looks like somebody's life is being threatened. So what would they do? Would they stand back and watch a woman be raped as long as they didn't think her life was in jeopardy? No, she wasn't raped, but she was assaulted. They They did nothing. Threw eggs at her. They threw eggs at her. She was physically assaulted. And then on top of it, this mayor—he's come back today and said, "Well, you know, I condemn all acts of violence, but—and blame Trump again. This is the left. And oh, by the way, doesn't that mindset remind you of something? This, oh, we couldn't get involved because we might want to make—we might make the mob even more upset. That's the same excuse to close Gitmo. Same excuse to not take the fight to the terrorist. It's insane." But I thank you all for being here tonight. Thank you to my guest tonight, Duff Sunheim, for being here. Thank you to Kalyan Pokola. Thank you to Della B. And thank you to Tom Del Bacaro This hour is brought to you by him. He's my buddy, and he is my choice for U.S. Senator to replace Barbara Boxer. Get to the polls tomorrow. Vote Trump, vote Del Baccaro, and vote no on any proposition that cost anybody any money, people. This is The Andrea K. Show. Thanks for being here.
0: Program on AM 1170. The answer is sponsored by Allied Media Group.